Just because FedRAMP, the Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program, has yet to provide controls to assure the security of sensitive but unclassified data on the cloud, doesn't mean federal civilian agencies shouldn't place them there anyway. That's the view taken by Patrick Howard. He's the former Chief Information Security Officer at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission and Department of Urban Development. Howard is now Program Manager for Continuous Diagnostic and Mitigation and Continuous Monitoring as a Service Program at Secure Info Kratos, a company that vets cloud computing providers for the federal government. I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and in an interview with Howard, he explains the problem he sees his former colleagues in the federal government have with moving sensitive data to the cloud. The government hasn't published Fed's, uh, FedRAMP controls for high-sensitivity data, and that's kind of the rub with moving into the cloud for a lot of agencies. They think that moving to the cloud is synonymous with FedRAMP authorization. What I'm hearing when I talk to them is that they don't want to think about going to the cloud until those controls are defined for them. What they need to understand and what we're telling them is that could be a while. GSA and DHS has the intention of expanding FedRAMP to cover all levels of controls, not just low and moderate, but there's a lot of uh, coordination, cooperation, thinking, research, and agreement required to come to that. My estimation is probably one to two years before the full set of controls are available under FedRAMP. So what should federal agencies do to speed up the movement to the cloud of high-impact sensitive but unclassified information? Howard's colleague, Michael Rohde, a senior director who oversees the commercial programs at Secure Info Kratos, says civilian agencies should look to the Defense Department, where the Defense Information Systems Agency, or DISA, identified security controls for the most sensitive, highly classified information. What folks are going to look to do is leverage the guidance that DISA has provided with what's called their Enterprise Cloud Services Broker. The DISA Enterprise Cloud Service Broker was essentially serving as the FedRAMP approver for the DOD for cloud service providers. What they were essentially assigned to do was to take cloud service providers that have gotten through the FedRAMP moderate impact level authorization, and they levied additional controls that they felt would be applicable to Intel community agencies as well as DOD agencies to go ahead and use these cloud services. This uh, basically went ahead and, and identified anywhere from 25 to about 75 additional control requirements that they felt would be applicable for these higher sensitivity applications and data that would go into a cloud service. Recently, however, this uh, enterprise cloud service broker has sounds like it's it's dissolving. So it's not going to be a centralized group within DISA that's going to do the authorizations. However, their their guidance is still out there in what they call the DISA cloud security model. What we're seeing is that DOD agencies or Intel community agencies are going to leverage the requirements that DISA is produced in their cloud security model, and they are going to authorize cloud service providers on their own. So if I'm the Army and I want to go out and use a service from Microsoft per se, I'm going to, to look at how Microsoft is implementing these additional security requirements from the cloud security model, and then I can grant Microsoft an ATO. 
ATO is authority to operate. Won't be a FedRAMP ATO, but it will be a, an agency ATO at that higher impact level. And that's essentially the federal government saying uh, to a cloud service provider, we authorize the use of your system for government data. Federal agencies must use FedRAMP, but that doesn't prevent them from incorporating additional controls. So federal civilian agencies could employ the extra security controls identified by DISA to provide assurance that highly sensitive data would be secure on the cloud. What's considered high impact sensitive data? Here's Patrick Howard again. When you run a vulnerability scan, it points to gaps or weaknesses in your security controls. If an adversary had access to that information, it would give them, so to speak, the keys to the kingdom. You know, having that information, they could exploit that vulnerability and penetrate, you know, the network security perimeter. That's a very good example of, uh, you know, high sensitivity information. Information about the system itself and the weaknesses in the system. Correct. How the system is configured, what kind of controls are in place, or in the case of vulnerabilities, the kind of controls that aren't in place or aren't functioning properly. It'd be devastating for that kind of information to, uh, to be out in the wild. One factor that could get agencies to move systems to the cloud is the requirement that they continuously monitor them for vulnerabilities, what's known in the government nomenclature as Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM. Howard explains why continuous monitoring would save the agency money if done on the cloud. You're outsourcing the infrastructure and you're relying on a uh, service provider to do the heavy lifting for you. Agencies have a, a limited number of resources to manage that in-house themselves in terms of the analysis in particular. If the CSP commercial service provider can provide a, a solution that's vetted and proven you know, through you know, past experience and implementations that are already in place, then the government can just benefit from having the, the data, the risk management data provided to them through a dashboard that can then be used to drive their decisions on how they are use their resources most cost effectively to fix the things that are broken those that uh, are worse off. The CSPs can do a better job than many agencies can do in-house. The ability to move more quickly to the cloud through the adoption of DIS's security controls for high-impact sensitive data could help some government agencies to implement more effectively their continuous monitoring programs. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.